Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Turd Ferguson Report. I am your host, Art Mosley. Today, we head over to northwest Georgia, just south of Rome, to Pepperell High School to talk to Coach Rick Hurst, the head coach of the Pepperell Dragons. Coach Hurst, how are you doing today? I'm good, Art. Thank you for calling. Thanks for asking. Sure. Coach, tell us a little bit about your history. Uh, uh, where'd you get started? Why'd you get into coaching, maybe? And, and who's had the most influence on you? Well, um, this is my 27th year overall as a coach, uh, my 15th overall as a head coach, and my fifth as the uh, head coach and athletic director at Pepperell. Um, I started down in South Georgia. Uh, I was an assistant right out of the University of Tennessee, Chattanooga, and uh, I got hired down in Americus, Georgia. Didn't even know where Americus was. <laughs> and, uh, uh, took off down there and, and uh, got uh, was fortunate enough to work with a man by the name of Dan Ragel. And uh, America's has had a long history of, of winning football and state championships. And, uh, um, you know, he, he, I guess I was coaching receivers my first year, and, and uh, we didn't have a really good year. And, and next year we uh, decided to go, or he decided to take us, uh, the staff, and, and we went down to Valdosta State where Coach Hal Mummy was in the air raid offense. And, and he sat us down and said, look, we're going to do everything they do from warm-ups to – to everything and um we uh we stayed down there with that staff for three days and, and got to meet coach mike leach who's now the head coach at washington state uh he was an offensive coordinator at valdosta and we just put everything in and um the next year he named me the offensive coordinator i was 24 years old um and we loved it you know and the, the offense was perfect for us we had kids that weren't playing and uh, we got them out off the basketball court and uh, put together a pretty strong five years, played the state championship game in 1996, and and lost to Washington County on a on a botched extra point. They uh, they picked it up and went around the end and beat us 22-21. Mm. We um, had a great I had a great time there. Uh, kind of bounced around after that. I left uh, Coach Ragel and came to Wheeler High School for a year in Cobb County. Um, <clears throat> Being a country kid and growing up in a one small in a one light town, uh, you know, uh, Metro Atlanta was not for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Coach Ragel had moved to Ware County uh, down in Waycross, Georgia, and um, he called me probably about halfway through that that year and said, "Hey, look, you know, this is not working out. Would you would you want your job back?" And I said, "Sure, I, I need out of this place." So I went down to Waycross for two years. Um, and then uh, a friend of mine got uh, hired, uh, Bradley Warren, got hired at uh, Central Gwinnett High School. We had played high school ball together and college ball together. And um, I followed him there. He made me an assistant head coach and switched me over to defense And, and uh, because I felt like I'd interviewed for some head coaching jobs, but I just didn't feel like my, my strengths were on defense. So I spent two years on the defensive side of the ball. And, and then um, um, I got hired at um, – at Eastside High School after three years for, at Central Gwinnett. I got hired at Eastside High School. I was the head coach there for 10 years. And um, um, back in 2015, I guess, yeah, well, four, yeah, four years ago, uh, this job came open. And, and I'd always kind of circled Rome as, as an area that I would that I would be interested in, and especially Pepperell. And, and uh, when it came open, I jumped at the chance and was fortunate enough to get the job. Coach, you're in year five. Uh, you You've had a, a, a good run at these five years, but what is your expectation for the program? And also, as you 
uh, turn the calendar to two, 2019 uh, or, or, or we begin uh, right on the cusp of beginning the season in 2019, what are you looking forward to the most? Well, um, we have a great senior class. Uh, we only have 11, but they're, they're such high character kids. And, and um, I, it, it's kind of special because my son's part of that class. And uh, I've got to know uh, a lot of those kids because he's really good friends with a lot of them. They're, they're, they're at my house as much as at their own. And um, so I, I've gotten to know those kids on a personal level. So obviously that that means a lot when you get when you get that close to kids. You want them to, you know, you want them to be successful. But uh, it, it makes it more special when your son's a part of it and getting to, getting to be around him every single day for the last four years has has been a blessing. And because uh, I didn't get to spend a whole lot of time with him, you know, him growing up. Mm-hmm. So it's been nice to to have him around. And and uh, but this this class is. Um, they're just they're just strong leaders and and we uh, you know anytime you have a, a successful program you got to have those kind of kids and and that's what we've got and, um, you know but our expectation is to win region I mean we, that's what we line up here to do at Pepper High School we want to win region seven AA every year and that's what we're gonna try to do um, you know it's not an easy task and and uh, but uh, I feel like we've got a we got a team that they can that can make them that can make that run if if we if we take care of some things that. Uh, that that kind of slowed us down and, and tripped us up a little bit last year. Coach, uh, you talked about just the eleven seniors, but their strong leadership, um, and and then also the difficulty of the region. But what's been one of the biggest challenges for you and your staff coming into this season? Um, it, I think replacing. Uh, you know, we lost thirteen seniors last year, but some of them were uh, two way players, and that you know when they're gone, now you're not just replacing one; you're replacing having to replace two. So. Um, but the kids that I feel like that are that are moving up and, and took those positions this year, I think we're better, and uh, across the board, um, we lost some we lost some pretty good players last year. But I feel like those those guys that uh, that are replacing them that are coming back for this this season are are uh, in better shape. Um, I think they run better, and um, and honestly, they're, they're just uh, a better individual <laughs> in terms of character mm-hmm. and that's and that's important you know and that's uh and that's why the senior class is, is so highly uh so highly looked upon coach you talked about your senior class i'm going to get into some of these guys in just a minute here but uh on offense uh offense uh you return a quarterback in junior gage moses uh, all region selection uh, last year as a sophomore probably one of the top quarterbacks in not just in your region but probably in northwest georgia uh outs- what makes him special and also uh what who are some of the other players on your team uh who stand out uh on offense or defense for you um, yeah, Gage is special. He, you know, he's, uh, he's got a live arm. Uh, he's left-handed, uh, but he's, he's got a live arm and that, uh, you know, he can throw the deep ball, but he's got good touch. Um, but he can also throw it in a tight window when he needs to. So, um, I think what makes him really good is that he can run and throw. And, you know, anytime you've got that dual threat and a spread offense, and what we do, uh, it, it gives you a uh, gives you an advantage. Um, you know, I thought he made really good decisions last year as we as we got into the season, um, and and I think I've seen the you know the matur- the maturation process continue uh, with him throughout the spring and through the summer. Um, he's got a, a really 
good group to throw to. Uh, our senior uh, receiver, uh, Peyton Rhodes, returns. He was a all-region last year, led the region in, in catches and uh, in yards and and, uh, and touchdowns. So uh, big target, strong, you know, can run. Uh, just a really good, a really good receiver that can that can stretch the field vertically but also can can catch a small you know short yards play and, and make it make it turn it into a big play um josh ross who's a two-way player senior uh plays receiver and also running back just a, uh, a huge part of our program and what he does in the secondary but also making plays from the backfield um you know just a just a good athlete all around but a, a, a really good leader as well and then uh my son Ryan Hurst is is back. Uh, he's, he played last year. Started at, in the secondary. Was an all-region selection at corner, but this year he's back and and he'll be playing back there too. But we're counting a lot on him in the slot as a slot receiver and doing some things that can that can turn a short pass into a, you know a first down. So um, those two guys or three guys are, are probably our our skill guys that we're looking for, to forward to getting the football and then up front, which is you know. The, the most important spot, you know, offensively, um, we've got a junior returning at, uh, at left tackle with, uh, Dawson Duncan and also another junior at, uh, right tackle, uh, in Clay Crawford. Those two have been bookends for us and they played just every snap last year. Uh, they're just getting better and better and better. So, uh, that's a, that's the good part when you've got defend, you know, when you got offensive linemen that are returning and, and, and really deep, um, in terms of playing time, that, that really helps out. Coach, uh, over the summer and coming into fall camp, are there any players that kind of surprised you and your staff that might be poised for breakout season that you hadn't mentioned uh, previously with these other uh, gentlemen? Yeah, uh, we got a we got a freshman running back that I've kind of followed since he was in the sixth grade. His name's DJ Rogers, and he, he he's electric. I mean, he is not very big. He's probably only around five six, five seven. But man, he's got another gear, and um, you know his his vision. I haven't seen a back like that. Uh, I had I've had one in my 27 years that's got that kind of vision, and DJ's um, just a freshman, so it, it's going to be exciting to see him mature, and and he's going to he's going to carry the football, and he's going to get it. And when he gets in space, it's going to be a it's going to be a a hard uh, a hard play for a defender. Uh, because he, he he makes you know he's one cut in the ground and then he's and then he's full speed. So uh, I think he's going to have a, a really big year for us. I also think a young man junior by the name of uh, Chase Gresham. Uh, he'll play in the secondary and also summit receiver. Uh, he's had a really good summer. He's a big baseball player, but uh, a physical kid and and uh, does a lot of good things well. It's very very coachable. Uh, and I think he'll he'll be as a really standout player for us. Also, our uh, starting Mike linebacker from last year, Jake Chandler. He's a was a second team All Region guy last year, but he's back and, and kind of our heart and soul of our defense. So those guys are are some guys that I really feel like it could have some some big years that will carry us over to, to hopefully a better position than we were last year. Coach, you talked about your eleven seniors and their high character. Um, Tell us a little bit more about them, how they're active in the community or how they lead in the classroom. And, and uh, even outside of those, those, those seniors, uh, who else on that team kind of leaders out in the community in the classroom for you? Well, I mean, when you look at those GPAs of those seniors, I mean, I mentioned Peyton Rhodes. He's a 4.0. My son, Ryan Hurst, is a 4.0. High ACT scored. Uh, Dalton Wright, another senior. 
uh, just a tremendous, tremendous academic class. Um, you know, that's where they do it. They get it done in the classroom. Um, but they also get it done in other sports in our school. I mean, Peyton's a, uh, a basketball player, star basketball player. Ryan's a soccer player. Dalton plays baseball. Um, Josh Ross does everything. <laughs> <laughs> he plays, uh, he wrestles, he plays football. Then he goes out and runs, tr- uh, uh, pole vaults on the track team and then also plays soccer. So, uh, just, a uh, you know, just guys that, that people look up to and they're, I, I get so many comments, good comments about them in the community, you know, and, and, uh, you know, how their, their attitude and how they carry themselves and just, just the way they present themselves as, as young men and, and what we talk about all the time. You, re, you know, I say this all the time to them. The, the name on the front of your chest is bigger than the name on your back. And that's the pepper is, is what they, they represent. And, uh, they have taken it to heart since they were freshmen. And, uh, you know, it's, it's really, uh, made them into, uh, quality young men and, uh, not just football players, but, but, uh, guys in the community that do things, they serve in the community. We, we, we do a lot of community service things. I require them three hours, which is not a lot, mm-hmm. but I'm, I require three hours of community service every year during the summer. And, you know, it gets them out there and they, they, they do things around town, clean up and, and help at churches and things like that. And then that, you know, that, that speaks volume of, of what kind of person they are on the inside. Coach, always good to hear uh, young men uh, learning how to help serve their community. We, uh, one of the things I always like to say is we, a lot of times we forget these guys will go on to be the, the next leaders and the next husbands, fathers. And um, yeah. well, always great to hear how they get out and uh, give back uh, to their communities. Yeah. Once again, go ahead, Coach. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, that's just, you know, that's something I tell them all the time. And I tell parents when I meet them in the spring, when I have my first meeting with them, you know, I, I love to win. And I've been fortunate to be around great players and great coaches in my career. I've been in state championship games, semifinal games, quarterfinal games. You know, I've been there. And, and um, but I think the most, probably the most satisfying thing for me as a coach is seeing those young men come back and uh, visit and they're successful, um, you know, either business or military or whatever they choose to do, but they're successful and they've got a family, they've got children. Um, I've been really fortunate to be able to keep up with a lot of them through social media that I've coached through the years and to just see them and to see now their children and, and all that is, you know, as coaches, you know, you had a little part to do with that. Mm-hmm. Of course, a lot of them had great families and a lot of them had great uh, you know, parents, some of them came from single parent homes that moms were just tough as nails. And, and some of them had, didn't even have that. And, and they turned out great. And, uh, you know, that's always the plus for me. And that's always what that's the most satisfying thing I get out of this job. Once again, coach Rick Hurst for the head coach, of the Pepperell Dragons joins us on the Turd Ferguson reports conversation with coaches. Coach, we got a few more questions for you. I want to change gears here and talk about region seven. Uh, a lot of, a lot of pretty good players in there. If a handful of good running backs and, and, you know, I, I think rock Martin over the last few seasons kind of been uh, at the top of the top of the hill there for you. How is that region shaping up this year? Yeah, you know, I, they were uh, they were so much better than everybody last year. I mean, they were just head and shoulders better than everybody, and 
you know, we, we couldn't tackle them in a phone booth last year. So it was, it was tough. And, and, um, you know, it showed they went on to the state championship game and ended up losing to a really good football team in Heard County. But they got some guys back and, and, you know, they lost a lot. They lost a lot, mm-hmm. but uh, they got enough back to, uh, to, uh, to me. I mean, they're, the, they're the odds on favorite to win it again. Uh, for us to beat them, we're going to have to play it our best game and, and hope they're off a little bit. And, um, you know, but uh, from top to bottom, I think the region is getting better. Um, you know, I think the, I think you know talk about Chatuga, uh, got a really good running back and, and uh, a good offensive lineman or two, and, and then uh, you know after that, I, I think it's kind of a uh, you just throw them in a hat and shake them up and say, okay, you know who's going to be in that who's going to be in that four seed and, and fighting for it and, and all and. and uh, I know Model's got a new head coach. I know Coach Honeycutt coached with me for three years as a defense coordinator. Great guy, great friend, and, and I know he's going to have those guys playing hard. And um, you know, Dade County's got a new coach. Uh, Gordon Central's got a new coach, so it's it's going to be interesting. You know, it, it'll be interesting. Interesting. I think you're going to see a, uh, in the first couple of weeks, you're going to see the, the cream rise to the top. But I think there's guys out there, teams out there that could knock off people. You know, and, and including us, if we're not ready to play, uh, there's teams that can knock us off. And, and uh, you know, that's what we got to do every week is come prepared um, because you just never know what you're going to get in this region. Coach, we're going to change gears again on you. Uh, let's Tell us a little bit about you've been doing this for a long time. Uh, what's what's one of your best or greatest coaching memories? <laughs> Uh, well, I would say playing in state championship games, which we lost. <laughs> um, no, you know, it's still the best. Um, I'll, I will never forget that. Um, you know, as long as I live, I don't know that I will ever be in a game that was that just a great high school football game. Us in Washington County had gone, I think, wire to wire, number one and number two all year long. And, and, uh, it was kind of, it was kind of expected that when we got in the playoffs that we were going to meet in the finals. And, you know, back then it was the semifinals were at the, at, at the Georgetown. And, uh, we beat Carrollton High School, such a story program. And, and, uh, Washington County, I think, beat Westminster, uh, to put them in there. And then we were able to host it in Americus. And Americus is not a big town. You know, it's a, it's a South Georgia town, but man, they love football. And, and, uh, I'll never forget we went out. I think we ended up playing on Saturday just because we wanted a bigger crowd. And, um, at four o'clock, um, there were people rolling in and not just from Washington County, but from Americas. And I, I distinctly remember our kickers. They had a really good one. We had a really good one. And, uh, they were out there before pregame warming up. And, and every time ours would hit one, our stands would just go crazy. And then, <laughs> You know, Washington County would hit one. Their stands would go crazy. It was just, it was such an electric atmosphere. And, and it's a shame that we don't host the state championships in, in the communities anymore because, you know, I know GHSA and I disagree with them. I mean, I think the, the playing at the venues are great, but when you have a chance to play it in your community, mm-hmm. it, it is something else. And, and it's something that a generation will always remember. And, um, you know, that was a special night and, you know, it was, it was tough. It was one of the toughest losses I've ever been around because we, we were up 21 to nothing with, uh, six minutes to go in the third quarter and it just fell apart. And they were such a good football team. They'd won it back to, the, you know, they go in the next year to win it again. Uh, they'd won it two years prior. So they'd won it three out of four years. So I mean, just a, a tremendous football team that beat us. And, and, uh, you know, they had a pretty good player, uh, Terrence Washington or Terrence, uh, Roberts at quarterback. So I mean, he, you know, he's the one that went on to Georgia and, and uh, played receiver and, I mean, just a, a unbelievable athlete. But, 
you know, it was um, it was probably the, my my biggest memory in my career. Coach, you alluded to this a little bit before. What do you want your uh, your legacy to be after you're finished coaching? <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I think uh, he he pushed us to the absolute brink. He got everything out of us that he could possibly do. And uh, you know, you're always going to have kids that look at look it back at a. At a I'm, I consider myself old school. I mean, I grew up, you know, I, I wasn't very big. I wasn't, but I was, I was tough as nails. And, and I had a head coach in high school that was absolutely um, just a, you know, he, he just pushed us to, to no limits. He knew every button to push. He knew how to motivate. He knew how to, to get us ready physically. And, and I think uh, that's what I want. I want those young men to look by and go, you know, I might not have liked him at the time, but, man, he, he got everything out of me that he possibly could, you know, and, and he made me a better person than I am today because I think about him all the time. I look back and I'll, I'll be doing something and I think about, man, you know, he was just a, he was just a, uh, you know, a hard nosed guy, and, but he, he got every ounce of ability out of me that he possibly could. Wrapping it up here with coach Rick Hurst, the head coach of the Pepperell Dragons coach. Once again, thanks for your time today. Got just two more questions for you. Uh, one, okay. what's the what's the best place to get a pregame meal over in Lindale? Oh, definitely the Dragon Drive-In. Uh, you know, the unfortunate thing is they, they close early. They close around 2 o'clock. Uh, but they got the best burgers in town, in Rome. Uh, you know, uh, otherwise, uh, you know, there's a lot of places in Rome. I know Moe's downtown uh, on the river is a great place to eat, Moe's Barbecue. Uh, there's a lot of good places. I mean, I, you know, I could I could say your name a dozen, but uh, if you come through during the middle of the day at lunchtime or even at breakfast, you got to stop in at the Dragon Drive and get a biscuit and gravy or uh, sausage edge and biscuit. Or if you stop in lunch, you got to get the, the cheeseburger with fries. It is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that is great to know, Coach. Last question for you: What message do you want to send to the community at Pepperell High School or the uh, folks in Lindell about this year's team? Well, I, I want them to come to support, which they always do. But I want them to know that um, this team is, uh, is, has done a lot of hard work over not just this year, but the last four years uh, for our seniors, and, and uh, they, they deserve to be supported, win or lose, and uh, because they've given they've given a whole lot, they've sacrificed a whole lot to play on this football team, and and uh, given up a lot of their time and things like that. But, that a lot of high school students don't do, and uh, I, I require a lot. So it's a, it's been a sacrifice, but it's hopefully that they're going to be able to enjoy their, their, their four years because we won a lot of football games. Coach Hurst, it has been my pleasure. Thanks so much for joining us on the podcast today. We wish you and the Dragons much success. You guys get it kicked off in a big one against Darlington uh, on August 23rd, and then you got your home opener against Pickens on uh, September 6th. Yeah, I don't know who made the schedule, but uh, <laughs> uh, I don't like him very much sometimes. But, no, we, you know, I did that for a reason. You know, we, we we try to schedule guys that are that are tough out of region because we know if we do make the playoffs, that it's going to be that way every week. And uh, you know, it, it's been good for us. We were we were we were fortunate a couple of years ago to get get a couple of wins against good football teams. Darlington got us last year. Pickens got us last year, but. You know, you look at how far those teams went, um, and we get in the playoffs and have some injuries that don't work out for us real well. But it wasn't because we weren't we weren't used to facing a tough team, and and that's that's the that's a good thing about scheduling those hard teams early on. Coach Hurst, again, thank you very much for your time today. Hey man, I appreciate it. Thank you so much.
Thanks again to Coach Rick Hurst, the head coach of the Pepperell Dragons. The Dragons play up in northwest Georgia in Region 7, Class 2A. They get their season kicked off on August 23rd, as we mentioned before, as they travel to Darlington. We wish Coach Hurst and the Pepperell Dragon football team the best of luck this season. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of the Turd Ferguson Report and our conversations with coaches. That's going to do it for us today. Don't forget, you can find us on the web at turdferguson.com. That's T-U-R-D-F-U-R-G-E-S-O-N.com or on Twitter at turdfergusonrpt, T-U-R-D-F-U-R-G-E-S-O-N-R-P-T. If you like what you're hearing, make sure you comment in our comment section or leave us a message on Twitter. Make it a great day, everybody.